Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, January 24th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Most voters say the USA is going downhill. Food supplies low at some grocery stores. Ukraine braces for a potential Russian invasion. Carjacking spike all across the country. Also ahead, maybe something good will come out of President Biden's struggles. But first, a new survey from NBC News says the majority of adults believe the country is heading in the wrong direction. A whopping 72% of voters say the USA is, quote, going downhill. Six in 10 claim their income is falling behind the rising costs of living. Just a third report the family paycheck is holding steady. Only 21% believe American democracy is secure for future generations. Major shortages hitting grocery stores. Some shoppers finding it hard to locate poultry, dairy, beef, and paper. Supermarkets blaming supply problems on Omicron as labor shortages are now affecting food processing plants. The USA confirming about 700,000 new cases of COVID each day. Free face masks will be available at local pharmacies beginning this week. State Department urging the families of U.S. personnel to leave Ukraine. Russia advancing troops toward the border despite threats from the White House. The Biden administration promising economic sanctions should Putin invade. At least 100,000 Russian troops now await instructions from the Kremlin. There are currently 200 American soldiers in Ukraine, nearly all from the Florida National Guard. Number of carjackings jumping over the past six months, Grand Theft Auto, more than doubling in New York City, Chicago, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Los Angeles. Car robberies in San Francisco up 800% in areas like Fisherman's Wharf. Some neighborhoods reporting more than 3,000 car break-ins per month. Frightened residents now leaving their windows down when parking so criminals don't smash the glass. San Francisco is in anarchy because of progressive leadership. In a moment, the progressive movement could be in big trouble and not only because of rising crime. Right back with it. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Killing the vampire. While roaming the world for the syndicated reality program Inside Edition, I found myself in the Eastern European country of Romania. The government there was trying to create tourism off the infamous fictional vampire, Dracula. The Bram Stoker creation is actually based on a real guy, a vicious medieval warlord named Vlad Tepes, who annoyed his neighbors by impaling them. No Vlad Putin jokes, please. As I drove around the Carpathian Mountains, primitive but beautiful, I interviewed a number of folks who actually believe in vampires. They told me the only way to destroy one is to drive a stake through the creature's heart. For some strange reason, the Romanian trip popped into my mind while I was watching President Biden's unsettling press conference last week. I'm certain old Joe is not among the undead because he'd be much more alert if he was. Now, here's why I bring up the vampire thing. The progressive movement is so tied in to the Biden presidency that if he falls, the radicals do too. If the president continues to falter, progressive policies will receive a symbolic stake through the heart. And that's the best thing that may come out of Mr. Biden's tenure. Here's why. Progressives, generally speaking, believe America is a bad place, so they want to change pretty much everything. Here's a partial list. Replace capitalism with socialism, where Washington runs the economy and levies draconian, sorry, I had to use that word, taxation on corporations and affluent citizens. Crush existing immigration laws and open the borders to all. Reimagine the criminal justice system so that most people who do commit crimes are not punished. Change election laws so even non-citizens can cast a ballot and voter IDs are abolished. Institute a one-world foreign policy where the USA could not take any unilateral action. Ban handguns for U.S. citizens ban all protections for the unborn, institute government-enforced equity for minority groups, whereby they get preferential treatment, including reparations for slavery, institute critical race theory teaching in public schools, and abolish all grades. There's more, but those are the headlines. So here's my question. Shouldn't the progressive movement receive a stake through the heart to end this madness? The correct answer is yes. Again, if Biden and Kamala Harris go down, they're likely to take the radical leftists with them. Ocasio-Cortez, George Clooney, Bette Midler are worried. CNN and MSNBC already on the run would be finished. Stakes are being sharpened, and the bad guys know it. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. If you would like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, where you can see me on television. In a moment, 
something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 33 years ago today, thousands of Americans gathered outside the gates of Florida State Prison. Many carried signs reading, burn, baby, burn, and fry him like bacon. The crowd had assembled to celebrate the execution of America's most notorious serial killer, Ted Bundy. Here's how the mass murderer ended up in the electric chair. Theodore Robert Bundy was born on November 24, 1946. Raised in the suburbs around Seattle, Bundy attended the University of Washington and then its law school. At first glance, Ted Bundy presented himself as a normal young man. Well-spoken and good-looking, Bundy even worked at a suicide prevention hotline. In reality, Bundy was a madman who brutally murdered dozens of human beings. Beginning in the early 1970s, young women in Oregon and Washington State began disappearing. Ted's own girlfriend reported him to police after discovering rope, gloves, handcuffs, and plastic bags in his Volkswagen. He was arrested in August 1975 and charged with kidnapping, but Bundy managed to escape from prison twice, once near Aspen, Colorado, where he might have had help. He then fled to Florida, where he viciously attacked a sorority house at Florida State University. About three weeks after terrorizing the Tallahassee campus, he kidnapped and killed a 12-year-old girl in Lake City, Florida. Bundy was finally apprehended at a traffic stop in February 1978. Prosecutors used bite marks from his victims' bodies and dental records to convict the former law student. He was sentenced to death. In the end, Bundy confessed to 36 killings of young women across several states. Police believe the final tally might have been 100. On January 24, 1989, the killer was served a final meal of steak and eggs. He was then executed in the electric chair. And here's something else you might not know. Doctors removed Bundy's organs for scientific evaluation. The man was considered so deranged, researchers dissected his brain for months to better understand serial killers. Now this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always... Looking out for you.